0: thank you father for in jesus mighty name we have prayed quickly for the next 27 minutes or thereabout, we want to investigate a scripture we want to investigate you can give this um this um teaching any topic you want but by the grace of god we want to unravel some mysteries colossians chapter 1 Colossians chapter one, from verse 16. Thank you, Father. Colossians 1, 16, For he, by him, were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him thank you let me read from my hand thank you father he says for by him were all things created talking about christ now okay let me start from verse 15 now he says who is the image of the invisible god the firstborn of every creature thank you holy spirit he says for by him were all things created that are in heaven that are in heart, visible and invisible whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers he says all things were created by him and what does the last part says and for him 15 says 17 says and he is before all things and by him all things consist by him all things consist I don't know why the Holy Spirit brought me here. This is not where I wanted to start from. It says, and by him all things consist. That everything consists by him. Everything exists by him. In Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3, he says, he is upholding all things by the word of his power. By him, pay attention now, by him all things consist all right let's look at verse um same same chapter same scripture verse 26 it says even the mystery which has been hid from ages and from generations but now is made manifest to his saints the mystery that has been hidden from ages and generations announced being made manifest to his sin He says to whom god would make known pay attention god has decided to make known what is the riches of the glory of his mystery among the gentiles which is christ in you the hope of glory please all these two scriptures we are going somewhere with it first colossians 2 colossians chapter 1 verse 16 to 18 and colossians chapter 1 Verse 25 to 26 we're going somewhere with these scriptures just pay attention now let's go to ephesians chapter 3 verse 20. ephesians 3 20. now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we hacks or think, according to the power that worketh in us thank you it says now to him that is able to do exceeding abundantly okay but it says according to the power that worker in you that god is able to do exceeding abundantly god can do beyond the things that you can think god can think of solutions beyond the ones that your mind can conjure god can arrange things beyond the way you can think but it says god now what's your experience i'm trying to explain the scripture but it says your experience of god now is limited to the experience of his power that is at work in you that god the nature of god is that he is unlimited scripture says for with god all things are possible and i look at it and i wonder so if the we are with god indeed why is it that some things are impossible you see sincere children of god sincere ministers of the gospel they are saved they've given their lives to christ they are with god because every man that has uh, that has given his life to Christ is with God. Every man that is saved is with God. And God is with him. He says, the, the power of, the, the gospel of Christ is the power of God unto salvation. To everyone that believes. To everyone. There is no exemption. colossians chapter 1 verse 13 make us to understand that god has translated us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son where he dwells with us so it is not like we are not with god i, I want you to be clear now because There's probably a feeling around us that um, maybe when we are not experiencing the fullness of God, the miracles are not coming the way we want them to come. We are not seeing the hand of God in our life. We begin to think maybe we are not with God. That is not so. The problem is not that you are not with God. It can't be. God is with you. He says, God is able to do. So, a lot of times we know that God is able to do exceeding abundantly, but we we somehow cannot experience what He is able to do. Why? Because, regardless of what God is able to do, it will only be able to do according to the power that worketh in you. Interestingly, the scripture says there is a power in you and that power works. So, if that power does not work, God will not work for you. Is somebody listening to me? If the power in you is not put to work, your experience of God will just be there. So, the problem is not whether we have God. The problem is whether we know we have power and whether we put it to work. God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you may be able to think or ask for but according to the power that works in you there is a power that works in you the scripture talks about different kinds of powers okay the lord jesus said i give you power okay to tread upon serpents and scorpions okay and all the powers of the enemy it says that nothing can by any means hurt you. And the scriptures also make us to understand that there is a different kind of power that is called the abundance of grace. It says when this power comes upon men, they reign. Hi. That when this power, okay, is in the lives of men, and this power is put to work, men would reign. The scripture talks about another kind of power. Praise God. The scripture talks about another kind of power in first john chapter 5 verse 14. first john chapter 5 verse 4 rather let's look at it first john chapter 5 verse 4. so when we are talking about power so there are different kinds of power i mean and so the scripture mentions that there are powers in the kingdom of darkness it classifies the devil and his minimum he says principalities powers So there are some things in the kingdom of darkness that, there are some entities in the kingdom of darkness, they are referred to as powers. First John 5, verse 4. For whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even her faith. Hold on. It says, for whatsoever is born of God. This is another kind of power here now. Power to overcome. It says, whatsoever is born of God. He did not say whosoever. The scripture knows that God can give back to things that are not people. God was speaking to Apostle Paul here. And he said, Listen to me, that people are the meaning. God, that if God, okay, if a stone comes out of God, that stone has overcome the world. Anything whatsoever that is born of God. Has overcome the world. So there is a kind of power that is at work. That when you put it to work, you will walk in complete victory. Praise God. There is a kind of power that is available for you. That if you put this power to work, you will walk in complete victory. Every time, he says whatsoever is born of god and how does this scripture says that this power is made available it says you have to be born of god so the question is are you born of god whatsoever is born of god has overcome the world interestingly it did not say will overcome or shall overcome or when the situation arises will overcome no it says as overcome This tiny little detail is very important. Whatsoever is born of God has overcome the world. And this is the victory. Pay attention now. This is the real power that is at work. This is the real power that secures. This is the the process to secure the victory. So we know that because I am born of God, I've overcome the world, but there is something I have to do to have the victory, to secure the victory, to make the victory manifest. Don't forget, we have said that there are two layers of Reality, we have said there is the hearing of the hear and the seeing of the high. Job chapter 42 verse 5. I have heard of thee by the hearing of the hear, but now my eye seeth thee. The seeing of the high cannot precede the hearing of the hear. Every time the seeing of the high precedes the seeing hearing of the hear, it comes as shock to the man. Every time, every time a man experiences something before he has ever heard about it, it is shock to him. He finds it difficult to adjust to. The things of God has to be heard about before they are experienced. This is why you you need to hear about the Lord Jesus before you accept the Lord Jesus. You need to hear the gospel of Christ before you accept it. And so the scripture says now that You have heard now that you have a victory. You have heard now. You have heard. This is the first layer of reality. You have heard that there is a victory for you. There is a power that makes victory available for you. But it says that this power now, okay, what will make the victory secure, what will make the victory manifest, that your eye will see the victory, is faith. and this is the victory that overcometh the world even our faith so faith is another kind of power that comes as a result of you so this there's another kind kind of power that comes as a result of you okay being born of god but that power requires faith for it for for you to walk in complete victory attention now so there is there are powers that works in you this is, this is where i'm going there is a power that worketh in you that is able to do exceeding abundantly ha. so when god is saying god is able to do when the scripture says god is able to do abundantly above all that you may be able to do but according to the power that worketh in you so it means that the power that is deposited in you is unlimited just as god is unlimited The power that works in you is unlimited just as God is unlimited. There is power for victory, there is power over the devil, there is power over anything. And what I what I want you to understand is that there is a power in you. Okay? That is over everything. There is a power in you. Okay? That makes you that places you over everything. There is a power in you that places you over every obstacle potentially. Understand this is crucial. That there is no there is no problem the devil can think of creating in this world that the power in you cannot solve. There is no challenge that the, that that the, that, the, that can happen in this world that the power in you cannot cannot solve. There is a power that in you it is massive. It can enable you to reign when you use it. It can enable you to walk in victory when you use it. It can enable you to walk in divine health when you use it. It can enable you to have abundance when you use it. It can enable you to conquer the world when you use it. This power has been deposited in you. God is able to do exceeding abundantly, but according to the power that is working in you. So most of the time what you need to do is to find out how this power can work. Most of the time, what you really need is to find out how this power can get to work. And so, it is important for us to understand this. There is immense power available in you. You just need to learn to use it. Praise God. Can we hear me? Yes, we can. Or I can. Yes, you said? I think it's not even here, sir. I didn't get that. Sorry. I said I can hear you. All right. That's good. I, I, My phone just went off for the moment there. This is what I'm saying. And it's important for us to get it. There is a power that is at work in you. There is a power that can enable you to overcome everything. And it is not by prayer or fasting. This power does not work by prayer or fasting. this prayer does not work by by secluding yourself and going to the prayer mountain. this prayer power does not work by just sweeping the church or doing things. each of this power so this power can solve every problem and so it is the challenge that you that you have that will determine the power you need to engage. The challenge that you have, is what we enable is what is what we determine the power that you need to engage if your challenge is financial in nature for example you need to engage the power of god okay for abundance that is working in you Am I saying you should not pray to God, no, that's not what I'm saying. I am saying you should need to first understand what God has said. The scripture tells us in Hebrews chapter one, verse three. I was speaking to somebody recently, and the person was like, uh, what if you don't hear from God? I said, What nonsense? Hebrews chapter one from verse two. He says, God from verse one now it says God who has sundry times and in diverse manners has spoken in time past to our fathers through the prophet. He says he has chosen to speak to us now. Oh, oh did I say chosen? He said he has spoken to us now past tense that he has spoken to us by his son whom he had appointed the heir of the world by whom also he made he was making it clear to us that he's talking about the Lord Jesus and in John chapter 1 verse 14 the scripture will make us understand that the uh, uh, in the beginning was the world and the world became flesh so the Lord Jesus is the Word of God personified So, you can't can't claim that God has not spoken to you. That's what I'm saying, basically. It's not an excuse in the kingdom of God. God has. The scripture says he has spoken. So, between you and the scripture, one person has to be lying. And it has to be you. So, please, don't go about confessing that you don't hear from God. You are lying. God has spoken to you. Have you heard? Because most of the time we think God speaking to us is always about them. There is the logos there for you. Before you can experience the Rema, you need to have a relationship with the Logos. Before you can experience the Revelational Word of God, you need to have a relationship with the Written Word of God. If you don't have a proper relationship with the Written Word of God, the Revelation, the Rema, you might misuse the Rema. You might misunderstand the Rema. This is what I'm saying. Pay attention. There is a power in you. We're looking at Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20. And uh, thank God I'm not the one that wrote the Bible. God, who is able to do exceeding abundantly. There is no limit to what God can do. But the ability of the power that is working in you too is unlimited. But what the power will do is limited by what you put to work. <coughs> Excuse me. According to the power that works in you. If the power does not work, well, there's nothing for you. I find it very interesting that the scripture does not say, "See, don't don't worry about asking." Okay, your problem is not asking now. Your problem is not thinking, self. That maybe you don't think big. See, the scripture is saying your problem is not that you don't think big, oh, because no matter how big you think, God can do beyond it. Your problem is not that you don't pray enough because no matter how much you pray or ask for, God can do beyond it. But he's saying that there is a power in you okay, that needs to be put to work. If you don't put this power to work, you will experience God as big as he is and he's your father. And so for every man that knows how to put the power that is in them to work, they will experience God. It will now look as if God is working in this man's house and is not coming to this man. God is not expect of persons. According to the power that worketh in you. There is an immense ability in you. Ha! Jesus is God. There is an immense ability in you that can make everything in this world respond to you the same way they will respond to God. You don't believe me? Let's look at the scriptures. Second Peter chapter one. I'm telling you, there is there is a power in you, the power that works in you. Okay, is so immense, It's so is so serious that it can enable the rest of the world to respond to you the same way they would respond to God. And I'll give you an example of one man that did it. But first, let's read the scriptures. John first Peter, second Peter rather, chapter one. Second Peter chapter one, start from on verse 4. Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these he might people. be partaking. whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. Mm-hmm. That by these he might be partakers of the divine nature having escaped thank the you. corruption that is in the world through lust. thank you it says that by these, by these promises you interestingly did not say some people it does not say a set of people it says you now I, I like that part because the scripture personalizes it makes you understand that you that by these promises you might be partakers of the divine nature and the divine nature supersedes all nature the divine nature created every other nature and so the divine nature is above all nature that you can be part of the divine nature it's not like you now become like Maybe you share a part of the divine nature. There was a particular day when God was revealing the scriptures. And God told me that, see, calm down. What I'm saying in essence is that, see, I can stand as God. The Lord Jesus will stand as your brother. The Holy Spirit will stand there as your guide and you will be the fourth person. That we can stand together as one. Partakers of the divine nature. We can stand together as one and there will be no difference. Partakers of the divine nature by these promises. That's what the scripture calls them exceeding great exceeding great, because they are too great to believe it is difficult for a man of the of the flesh in fact sometimes for the man of the spirit to understand that he can stand as god there is a power in you that can make everything respond to you the same way they will respond to god that's why i, will not, I was not surprised when a grandma that is um mrs uh what was her name again thank you father thank you I can't really figure out her name now. One of our grandmother registered for the previous practice. She 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 made a testimony one time, and I was surprised. I was not really surprised though. She said she wanted to go out, and rain was falling, and so she went in and said, "See you, you? see this rain? I am going to so so, so place. Now you have to stop for me so I can go and come back." Lo and behold, the rain stopped, and she went, and then she came back, and then the rain continued. There is a power that is at work in you that can make you respond that can make everything in the world respond to you the same way they respond to god ha! god told joshua do you want to have good success joshua 1 8 says this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth day and night and later on we found out that this joshua this joshua stood up one day while in the middle of the war and said son stand still <coughs> kai son the son that was serving the whole head one man kai one man that understood who he was stand and says look at me son stand still i have a business to do and says moon stop wherever you are i have business to do and so when i'm done with my business then you can continue your operation one man that was not born again. One man that the Lord Jesus said is not as great as John the Baptist. One man. So when the scripture says, you, so if they are exceeding great promises, there is a power that is at work in you that when you engage it properly, the son can stand still for you. At least we have found evidence in the scriptures that it has happened. If something has happened in this in the spirit once, it can happen again. The Lord Jesus walked on water once. Praise God. And then in less than two minutes, Peter walked on water. It can happen. The Lord Jesus raised the dead and then after he left, the disciples began to raise the dead. It can happen. So if something has happened before, it can happen again. You just need to know how it happened the first time. This is the, get the gist of the matter. There is a power that is at work in you that is above any problem you may have. What you need to do is to find out how to engage this power. How can I put this power to work? Because I know that God will only be able to do according to the power that I put to work. So now God is limited by my prayers, no matter how small they are, is not limited by my thinking, no matter how small they are. God now, I I I I, I feel inconvenient to say is limited now, but God will not be able to do in your life beyond the power that you are able to put to work. Somebody say power. There is a power that is at work in me that can put me over. There is a power that works in me that can put me over. Please don't assume automatically that you know how to engage this power. You don't. Every single problem you have will determine the kind of power you need to put to work. And when you know the kind of power to put to work, the problem is solved. It is so, it can be so easy. It can be so easy. I remember sometimes ago about, I think so about two months ago, my bishop, Bishop Adebayo was preaching in the church and he told us that um, the scripture says, Wh whatsoever you allow on earth will be allowed in heaven. I'm familiar with that scripture. I know it. But that day it made me realize a different perspective. So that anything that I allow is allowed. Oh, that's wonderful. Okay, so the I think just two days later, I... I just met this very sick, one very sick lady in the tutorial where I teach. She was just sitting down and so lying down there. And I said, oh, what's wrong with you? She said, she's sick. I wanted to leave. Then I was like, ah, I should not leave a sick person like this. I, I went back to the person. I said, so would you like me to pray for you? And she said, oh, of course. Do you believe that you'll be okay when I pray for you? She said, yes, she believes. And I said, I did not do much. I just said, so I do not allow sickness in your life any longer. So you are not allowed. Leave. And I told her, go, just stand up. Go ahead and play. Okay, and just about 15 minutes later, somebody that saw me did that say, wait, sir, is that not the girl you just prayed for? Please, jumping up and down. It's simple. You just need to know what to engage. There is a power in you that can solve any kind of problem the devil can put in you. That's why God is so confident in our ability that he will not take the devil away from us. In fact, he is so confident that we will continue to disgrace him. <coughs> that is why we are even confirmed, we are told, don't fight. He says Ephesians chapter 4. He says, having done all of the things that he has mentioned, he says to stand. That if you have just make sure you have done everything. So once you are done doing everything, then stand. Just stand your ground. Don't worry, you can't do anything. Hi. Okay? Just put, get, put on the bed of truth, okay, put on the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation, the shield of faith, and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. He says, the next thing you need to do is to stand. Just stand. Let him see you complete and stand. He says you will not be able to do anything. But today we want to Fight. So, the power that is at work in you, please pay attention now. The power that God deposited in you, he didn't put it there so that you can fight. Praise God. I hope somebody is listening to me this evening. The power that God deposited in you, he did not put it there so that you may be able to fight. Please, don't make any mistake. God is not a waster. The scripture says that the Lord Jesus has defeated the devil for us. He has defeated the devil for us. He says, having spoiled principalities and powers, he made an open show of them. And he blotted out ordinances that were against us and contrary to us. So there is no power that can hold us back. There is no power. There is no how the devil can manage to hold you down without you allowing him so if there is anything in your life that is not responding if the devil has managed to influence anything in your life to walk against you you have a power in you that can make it respond to you the same way to respond to god ha i, I saw i saw a very important mystery in the scriptures recently um saul wanted to kill samuel wanted to kill david rather and then he began to send people after david to kill him he began to send people after david to kill him and one particular day david ran to meet samuel in ramah and then saul sent some group of soldiers to go and arrest both of them and guess what as strong as those soldiers were as armed as they were when they got to somewhere they began to prophesy hi these were people that were not anointed they were not anointed men of god these were soldiers that had blood on their hands they began to prophesy <laughs> and so Saul set another band. I, I'm sure the, the band will have to be more, t- more ferocious than the previous band. And then interestingly, the second band got there. And they began to prophesy. And then Saul said, maybe, there's a problem with them. And there's something important here. The scriptures to understand that at this time, Saul was tormented by an evil spirit. So Saul was possessed by an evil spirit. Okay. Yeah, and Saul went there himself. Interestingly, Saul got there. He didn't just prophesy. He lied down naked till the next day. There, prophesying. There is, there is definitely no problem that can crop up for you that you cannot solve. Oh, okay, let me put it in a better way, that God, through you, cannot solve. But the problem is you have to allow him by engaging the power that works in you. You have to allow him by, by, by engaging the power that works in you. You know, so many times we, we tend to be irresponsible and put everything on God. The scripture says, casting your yeah, I understand that the scripture says that in first chapter, first Peter chapter 5, verse 8, that you should cast all your tears upon him. Cast all your cares. So I understand. But he also says, be sober, be vigilant. For the devil your adversary goeth about like a roaring lion. And interestingly, he says, whom you resist, God is not going to resist it for you. Whom you resist, step fast in the faith. So as you cast your cares upon him, he has some things he has asked you to do, do them. I think on Thursday, we were looking at Second Corinthians 5 and 17 that says, uh, if any man be in Christ Jesus, and I began to explain to people that the word be in there is not just a promise, it is an instruction. If you are not in him, you can manifest new things. If any man be in Christ Jesus, so to be in Christ Jesus, you are, are two different it has a two different level entirely. So you can be in him just by being converted, you are in him. But to experience, to continue to be in him, is to walk in him. Rooted and built up and established in the faith. That's what Colossians chapter 2 tells us. So you can engage the power that is at work in you. That power is in you because you are in him. That power is in you because you are born of God. That power is in you because you are from above, you are above all. That power is in you and it is this same power that is referred to as the abundance of grace. So please stop looking at any man as if they carry more grace than you do. No, they don't. Stop envying any brother or any sister. Looking at them as if they carry more grace than you do. No, they don't. What they carry more than you is probably the knowledge. Kai, I was telling somebody recently that the difference between the children of God is not about age or the time or the number of years they spent in church. No, the difference between them is the knowledge of the word of God. The revelation of the word of God. What makes a man greater than his compa- counterparts in the kingdom of God is the knowledge of God is able to put to use. The scriptures confirm this. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 2. Cannot, we cannot read a lot of the scriptures. There is a power that works in you. So I want you to ask yourself, when will you start to engage this power? Because I understand that we have challenges, regardless of the challenges you have, you have more than enough to battle it. Come to think about it. Just imagine that there is a cockroach disturbing you in your house. It's cockroach. Cockroach. You have slippers. You have money to buy insecticide. You have gun. You even have bomb. You don't understand. Interestingly, you can just tell the crocodile to just die, and the crocodile should die. Are you with me now? But then you now begin to cry to God and say, "Father, you see this crocodile is disturbing me." Haba. You have what you need. Use it. Now God is able to do exceeding abundance above all that you may be able to think or ask for but according to the power that worketh in you there is a power that can break the yoke of bondage there is a power that can break the yoke of stagnation there is a power that can break the yoke of consistent failure there is a power that can yoke, break the break any kind of yoke. There is a power that can break the stronghold of darkness in your life. There is a power that can break the perpetuity of failure that your generations used to have. And interestingly, that power is not above. That power is not below. Behold, is in you. I just pray that some. I pray that. We- We'll catch the revelation of what I'm sharing with us this evening. Behold, is in you. Someone said that we have found the enemy. Interestingly, we have discovered that they is us. That we have found the enemy. And they is us. Because we have discovered that the enemy is not as big as we think he is. Forget the fact that people have been singing the praise of Satan in churches in these days. He's not as big as they claim. Believe me. Oh, okay. If you don't believe me, believe the word of God. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. 1 John chapter 4. So he's not as big. Just know in your heart that no matter how crazy they say Satan is, he's not as big as you are so there is a power that can make you get out of his hand see it's not like make you now you are out if any man is still in bondage it is the man that has kept himself there it is not even god it is not a lack of prayers i I like to emphasize this it is not his lack of prayers Ha. It is not his lack of prayers. It is his lack of knowing what to do. When you know what to do, you know what to get. Abraham did not know what to do to get a child. So I just say Abram, um, Hadam did not know what to do to get a child. Okay, but and so they didn't have Cain and Hibir when they were in the garden. Or oh, did you think it was two days they spent there? He didn't know what to do because they could not be thinking about procreation. It was not just in their mind. It was up to God to now teach them that so calm down if you want to have kids. This is what you will do. You will have to sleep with your wife. So the, the God had not taught them to die. They did not know what to do. And so if uh, they had remained in that garden and God did not teach them what to do to make children, they will not make children. They only knew what to do when they, you know, when they head off the tree and then they had access to the mind. And that was when they realized that they were naked in the first place. And so they knew what to do to have children. So if there's any results, if there's any challenge you are facing, if there's anything that seems to act, know this that there is, no, there is something you don't know how to do. Spiritually, physical—I don't care. There is something you don't know how to do. It cannot be the devil. You have a power that is at work in you that has overcome him. Don't let anybody tell you that it is generational issue. Just tell them, thank you. But the scripture says that I am a new creation in Christ Jesus. All things are passed away, and begin to hold on to it. There is nothing, absolutely nothing that can hold you down without your permission. Huh. Interestingly, God cannot uplift you without your permission. Did somebody hear me correctly? God, in his infinite mercy and majesty, cannot, I did not say will not. Okay? There is nothing that... See, the scripture says, is there anything that is too hard for God? There is a reason the scripture uses that word, too hard. So I was thinking that can something be hard for God in the first place? I found that there is. That It is difficult for God to work with a man that cannot cooperate with him. It is difficult for God to work with a man that cannot cooperate with him. And that's why the scripture says, with God! Partnering with God, cooperating with God, all things are possible. That when we take away the issue of partnership, then everything becomes possible. But when partnership is still the issue, some things might still be impossible. But as long as the partnership is there, all things, can somebody say all things? All things. Are possible. All things partnering with God. And God has told you now, in Ephesians 3, verse 20, if you want to partner with me, you need to engage the power that is at work in you. You need to engage the power that worketh in you. Engage the power, you get the results. Don't engage the power, you remain there. Engage the power, you get the results. How many people need power today? We're not going to pray for power <laughs> because it is wrong to pray for power. I understand that this might shake your theology and everything you pray for before I be here before, but it's the truth. According to the power that worketh in you, you can't pray your... I've told you before, you can't pray your way into working the power. You can't. I was speaking to one of my... Um, People in church today, and I, I, I told them that you know one of the prayers we used to pray in those days, my inner man receive fire. When we were young, they they were pointless. I, apologies to anyone for mounting on fire here, but they are pointless. I want to say your inner man is already fire. If you are born of God, your inner man does not need fire to come from outside you have overcome the world. What do you want to use fire to do again? You want to burn down the house. You know, we pray for things that the scripture has said we have received. And I know God for one thing. You cannot call God a liar and expect him to do what you're asking him to do. You cannot tell God that you don't have what his word says you have and expect him to now make it work for you. It does not work like that. You can't be praying for power when the scripture says there is a power that works in you. You Can't be praying for grace when the scripture says there is an abundance of grace in your life. It is, I understand that, yes, I understand that people are praying for grace, but since the day they've been praying for it, is grace manifesting. That's no lie. You prayed for grace in the past, so did it didn't manifest how much more day that have received the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. Their job is to reign, not pray for grace. So the question now is, how do I reign? engage the abundance of grace? How do I engage the abundance of grace? Go and learn from the word of God. It's simple really. When you don't know how to do something, don't resort to prayer. First find out how to do it. when you when there is a result that is lacking in your life i understand that we pray don't don't make prayer the first thing you do because you won't know what to pray about because to even pray if you listen to the um seven steps to an answer prayer the first step is that you have to be specific and get the promises of god that tells you that you get those things so when you don't have a result in your life and you don't know the word of god that promises you or even if god promises you or not how can you pray and get results so please don't resort to praying first first go and find out what has god said about it is it his intention for you to fail at that thing or succeed at it if it is his will for you when you know his will for you then you can pray along with his will and then you can begin to get direction and say do it like this do it like this do it like this and you'll get the results find out how to engage the power that is at work.ing you i've told you what will make the power in you work is the right knowledge of what to do. So when you know what to do, you engage it. See, the scripture says something about the Lord Jesus. says He knew what to do. Ah, Haba, I want, I want the word. I, I want, I want God to say something about me so that I need, I know what to do. And you know when I. I leave this word eventually, I want people to say, oh, oh, that man knew what to do. The scripture says the Lord Jesus knew what to do. He met a blind man and then he molded eyes out of dust. Please don't make anybody lie to you. man was made out of dust. He molded eyes out of dust. Even though what you see was saliva and dust. He knew what to do. He knew what to do. He saw a madman that has been disturbed with legions of demons and he asked him. He told him to get out. And then the man said, ah, we are menu." you. The legion said, we are menu. you, we are in legion. Okay. And then it's okay. So they together begged him. They said, okay, you can get out of the man now. He knew what to do. He knew what, it's he, so important. They, they told him Lazarus was sick. He knew Lazarus was sick. And he knew Lazarus would die before they can ever get there. So he did not bother himself. He just sat down the head. And while they were still eating and marrying, he told the disciples, see, our friend Lazarus is asleep, meaning that he has died. But he, he was not bothered because he knew what to do. See, when you know what to do, you will not be bothered. Find out what to do. Find out what you need to do for that solution you desire in the world. Labor more in the world as you have labored in prayer. Ha! Labor more in the world as you would have labored in prayer. I understand that some of us can pray for 40 hours. Please, I would would advise that you, 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 you labor more in the world for 39 hours and spend an hour praying. Ha! Then your prayers will carry prayer. You will carry fire. Your three minutes prayer will do miracles. Ha! ha ba. I don't think you understand what I'm saying. Your two seconds prayer will bring down fire. The prayer of Elijah that brought down fire did not last five minutes. Since you've been praying for two hours at the stretch, have you brought down fire? The prayer of Elijah that brought down fire did not last five minutes. Did not pray and he stopped the sun. David did not pray and he killed Goliath. Oh, yeah. Ep, uh, what's, what's the, what are these guys' names? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. It, it, the, the, the scripture did not mention that they prayed. They just said, See, um, king. We will not bow down to this idol. Okay, you can show us in the fire if you want. We know that the God we serve is able to save us from this fire, and even if He does not save us, who we'll die willingly? Don't worry. Lo and behold, the Lord Jesus appeared to them. What are you telling me? Prayer is important. I, I sincerely, said, I'm not, I'm not downplaying prayer now. Prayer is important, but the man—it is the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous—that begets power, not the prayer of a helpless man. I hope somebody understands what I'm saying. The prayer of a helpless man does not make, cannot bring power. The prayer of a helpless man is the prayer of a man that is crying to God without knowing what to do. Please, before you take God to court, okay, make sure you are holding his word. Then when you pray, Kai, when you pray, before you ask, before you do, you don't say in Jesus' name, I pray, amen. Eh? You know that things are beginning to happen. Praise God, are you with me? There is a power that works in you. You can engage it. Find out what to do. La- Decide this year to labor more in the world. Decide this year to labor more in the world. I, I am a man that loves knowing what to do, because I know when I do the right thing, I will get the right results. It's not about miracles now. It's not about signs and wonders. I, 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 are you with me now? You will become a bundle of miracles when you know what to do consistently. Ha! People will now begin to say, wait, is it not the God we are serving? I'm serving. Why is my father so nice to you and he's looking like he's not my own father? Because you know what to do. Find out what to do. And you'll be able to engage the power. So we're going to pray. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We're going to declare. And we're going to thank God. Okay, let's do this first. We're going to thank God for the power that works in us. The scripture says, whatsoever is born of God. I, I want to make it clear now. If you've not given your life to Christ, it is a dangerous thing. This kind of messages are dangerous to your life. Be- before we pray, I, I would like to mention this. If you've not given your life to Christ, the kind these kinds of messages are dangerous to your life. Because learning mysteries like these will just make the devil ask your debt. Because we will, not, we will not want you to be free. So if you have not given your life to Christ, this is the time to do so. I'm saying this because I know this message just goes out to a lot of people and not all of, you know, a lot a lot of people that we I was originally intended for, which is good. Give glory to God for that. But if you've not given your life to Christ, please do so as soon as possible. And so let us begin to thank God for the power that works in us. Let us begin to thank God because we are born of God And we have overcome the world. Let us begin to worship the name of the Lord. Thank you, Father. I thank you because I am born of God. I have overcome the world. I thank you for the power that worketh in me. I thank you for the deposit of your power that is in me. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you. I thank you for the power that is working in me. I give you all the glory. I give you all the honor. I give you all the adoration. I say thank you, Father. For in Jesus' mighty name, we are still still praying. We're going to pray now and we're going to declare. That God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that I may be able to think or ask for according to the power that worketh in me. We're going to declare that scripture and make it a prayer point. Begin to declare it upon your life. Father, I thank you because you are able to do. I thank you because you are able to do exceeding abundantly. And you are doing in my life exceeding abundantly. Above all that I may be able to think or ask for, In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I thank you because I have all my needs met. I thank you beyond even my own thinking, beyond that I can never pray for. I have all of my needs and resources met. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father thank you for, we're praying we're praying please make sure you're declaring the scripture to your life I am not limited by circumstances I am not limited by my thinking I am not limited by my experiences I am not limited by my today God is able to do exceeding abundantly through me I am unlimited in nature Thank you, Father. I am unlimited in nature. I am unlimited in nature. Thank you, Father. 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 For in Jesus' mighty name, we are still praying. Amen. Finally, we are going to pray. Please, I thought prayer point for the night. We're going to pray, Father. Teach me how to partner with you. Ha, the scripture says, for with God, all things are impossible. It is an instruction as much as it is a promise <laughs> with God. With god if partnership was to not be a problem you can do all things with god so we are going to this is my heart cry teach me how to partner with you father this is my heart cry i hope you are praying teach me how to partner with you please make sure you are praying if you have not been praying before this is a time where you open your mouth teach me how to partner with you Because I know that with you, all things are possible. Father, teach me how to partner with you. I want to go from fellowship to partnership. Teach me how to partner with you. In the name of Jesus. The scripture says, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God. It says they are the sons of God. Father, teach me how to partner with you. I'm a son of God. Teach me how to partner with you. I am hope and holy Spirit. Help me. Teach me how to partner with you. In the name of the Lord Jesus, teach me how to cooperate with you. Teach me how to work with you. Teach me how to partner with you. In the name of the Lord Jesus, Father, teach me how to partner with you. Teach me how to partner with you. Teach me how to partner with you. In the name of Jesus. Teach me how to partner with you. In the name of Jesus. I hope you are praying. Please make sure this is your heart cry at the moment. Teach me to partner with you. I don't want to do things in vain I don't want to pray without results any longer I don't want to I don't want to be be labeled unnecessarily teach me how to partner with you I don't want to experience unnecessary challenges teach me how to partner with you the word says that I can be partakers of the divine nature I am willing I am ready Teach me to partner with you. The scripture says that if you are willing, you will hit of the good of the land. Father, I am willing to hit of the good of the land. Teach me how. Teach me how to partner with you, Holy Spirit. Help me to cooperate with you at all times, over every situation. Help me to cooperate with you. Thank you, Father. 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 For in Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Finally, this is our last prayer point for this, for this week. We're going to pray. The scripture says, everything that you, whatsoever you allow on earth. Since they will be allowed in heaven. I want you to pay attention to this scripture. That whatsoever you allow on earth, will be allowed in heaven. Whatsoever you bound on earth, will be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you lose on earth, will be lost in heaven. So I want you to now, by yourself, allow these things, allow the things you want to see in your life this week. Praise God. And disallow the things you don't want to see this week. Let us begin to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, this week I allow abundance. This week I disallow lack. In the name of Jesus. I disallow stagnation. In the name of Jesus. I disallow cluelessness. In the name of Jesus. I disallow fatigue. Of any kind. In the name of Jesus. I disallow sickness. Of any kind. In the name of Jesus. This week I allow divine health. I allow understanding. I allow wisdom. I allow the revelation of the word of God i allow understanding of mysteries i allow prosperity in the name of jesus i allow progress in every area of my life in the name of jesus i allow abundance in the name of jesus in the name of jesus i allow god to grant me directions i allow directions i allow divine direction in my life this week and beyond in the name of jesus because i allow the reality of the word of god in my life this week in the name of jesus now in the name of jesus everything that the scripture has promised me this week in the name of jesus i disallow every manifestations of the kingdom of darkness over my work over syf over spi this week in the name of jesus i disallow every operations of the kingdom of darkness over the world and worship experience. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. I hope you are allowing and disallowing. I hope you are allowing and disallowing. What you want to experience this week, you will come back and share testimonies. What you want to experience this week, thank you father thank you father thank you father for in jesus mighty name we have prayed amen and so father we thank you. thank you we give you all the glory we give you all the honor we give you all the adoration we thank you because you are the one walking through us both to will and to do of your own good pleasure. father we thank you for the immense ability that is at work in us We thank you for the power that you have given unto us. We thank you because we walk in perfect and complete victory. We thank you because the victory that Christ Jesus brought to us cannot be overtaken. Father, I prayed for us this evening in the name of Jesus, that whatsoever we have allowed individually will come to pass. In the name of Jesus. And whatsoever we have disallowed this evening is disallowed in heaven. In the name of Jesus, we pray for every each and every one of our members that could not make it to this meeting in the name of Jesus. That the Spirit of God continues to abide with them. That the Spirit of God continues to direct them in the name of Jesus. We pray that the Word of God continues to shine as light to their paths. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. We declare that this week is an amazing... We declare that this week is a great week. We declare that we lack nothing in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. This is the school of prosperity and influence. In the name of... I declare that these ones are men of prosperity. Yeah. Men and women of prosperity. Yeah. Men and women of influence. Yeah. In the kingdom, in the world, men and women of divine influence. Yeah. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Yeah. For as many of us that are confused. For as many of us that need direction. For as many of us that need comfort. For as many of us that needs uh one thing or the other father i know that you understand our secret christ i pray that whatsoever our heart desires are they are granted this week. Amen. in the name of the lord jesus amen. thank you father amen. thank you lord jesus thank you lord jesus thank you holy spirit for in jesus mighty name we have prayed amen um thank you very much um quickly just before we leave just before we leave i have an announcement to make um, as we already know, we are planning towards our World and Worship Conference in, um, Thai, Southern Israel, University of Education by March, I think March 11 to 18 between those, between that time frame. And so there's just a lot to do. There's a lot to do. I've said from tomorrow, I'll be coming to our DMs. There's a lot to do and we we'll need our help in every kind, you know, we we'll need our help, our energy, our resources towards the program. So whatever God is laying in your heart in terms of resources, it could be in terms of any kind of resources, uh, financial, any kind that you can offer to us to help the work of God. And if you could be there to volunteer for the program, that is welcome too. Please um, please try as much as possible to please um, send them down to us as soon as possible, even as we are planning. It's going to be a massive event by the grace of God and we can. I can see the glory of God over the program already thank you father and so lastly yes we are also in the process of registering our uh the school with the corporate affairs commission by the grace of god we want that to be done before the program and so we trust god to get the, all of the resources we need i'm just bringing this to our our, our attention so that um, if there's anyone that god is laying anything in your heart to just offer to just give to us we i pray that even as you give willingly you will receive bountifully hey. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Well, God bless you. Good night. Bye. Good night. Bye. Bye.